Well, good morning. Isn't it just good to come together and praise God together? We're made for this, aren't we? Amen. For being a part of a body. Hallelujah. You know, uh, I was talking with my dad yesterday, and, uh, you know, he's, he's gotten up in age a little bit to where he, he's not, he was a pastor for years, and, uh, and, and he, does, he, he said, I just don't feel like I'm doing anything, you know, that's effective, and I said, Dad, you just being there is such a blessing, just, just, just coming and being there, and, you, and they pray, and, you know, he said, I pray for you, Steve, I pray for you every day, and uh, you know what? We have a part in the body of Christ. The enemy might want to say that it's not significant, but it is significant. And every person here today, you bring a glory with you that is just very precious. And we're so grateful for everybody being here today. I'm excited about what we're going to share here this morning. I, I, uh, God is so, so good in speaking something to our heart that's going to equip us. And I believe that that's for us this morning. Let's just go. Amen. So we've been talking about weathering the storm. And um, I keep thinking we're coming to the end. And we just keep uh, going because there's so much more to this. What I want to look at today is, is strength. And we, we've lot, looked at a lot of different aspects. I don't want to go back and review any of those. I, I want to go forward. Uh, you know, when you're going to go through something that's challenging... There's a necessity uh, for strength in that particular, particular area. And, um, you know, you can actually be very strong in one area and very weak in another. <laughs> so so uh, my son has gotten involved in, uh, you know, bodybuilding. And I'm grateful for bodybuilding for, for Hayden. It's been, a, it's, it's been something that is, has... Uh, Giving him focus and giving him something he can he can really work towards, but sometimes you know, uh, and and I like to go to work out too because you know it's healthy. Um, I found out if I don't, and and I was just thinking about that actually this morning when when we're praying for people, um, you know, I have I have a lot of testimonies of things that have happened in my body that I believe God has healed me of. I, I believe it's come from God, but He's also given me some direction on how I need to take care of my body also. That we can't just say, God, I'm going to live however I want to live and fix me at the end of it. You know? There's, there, our diet is important, you know? But also, you know, staying active. And, and why? Because, and I found this out a, a, a few years ago. I went up to, to go uh, hunting with my, my brother. I didn't actually take a gun. I wasn't packing. I was just up there hiking the hills with him while he's hunting elk, you know, and it was, I just like to get out there. I mean, it's so beautiful, you know, up in Colorado up there. And, uh, but I had this issue start happening with me where the back of my knee started swelling and, um, and it almost felt like, you know, you hyperextend something. And I thought, well, tick tock, tick tock, you know, just, just me getting older, you know, <laughs> and, but I thought, you know what, I'll go see, see if, there's this, if this is actually a thing, you know. And so I go get online and I start looking at it. And I found out that part of my problem was I, was I was out of balance in my strength. That there was a lack of strength in a certain part of my leg. That if I would go and build up that strength, that it would allow me, 
our joints need strength around them. We can't just depend on ligaments to do stuff for us. Actually, ligaments need strength. You know, we had a few years ago, we had, a, had this short little guy come to the church. What was cool about him, he was into, he was into kung fu. And so uh, we actually had him um, give some personal lessons to Hunter and, and to Hayden. And um, they have this thing that, that you do, or that this particular kind, where you get in this stance and you, uh, you put your to- kind of point your toes together, and then you pull, huh? But your knees go, then you pull your knees and you go straight, and you can actually sit down in this, and if you get in this position, you can't go all the way down. Your ligaments are holding you right here. And Did you hear that? <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell I haven't been doing that for a while, right? <laughs> but... What, what, it, was, it was a strengthening, actually, of those ligaments. And he said, you know, um, in the parts of the world, some of the, the Asian uh, countries or, or even, you know, anybody that actually does that on a regular basis, he said, do it while you're brushing your teeth, you know, just, <laughs> and, and, and it's actually part of the strategy of, of uh, the strength because you get the strength from, you actually take it up through the ground and you, and it's a direct uh, transmission of, of power that you're getting this way. Anyway, but if you do that on a regular basis, you keep these, you keep these parts of your body strengthened to where you're not having to have things replaced because they're, they're, they're supported by strength. Now, now I know, you know, sometimes there's issues that take place that, that will circumvent that and you just have to go ahead and get things replaced or whatnot, you know, um, but I found out with other things, aches and pains that I've been having, I, actually, I speak the word over it, but at the same time, I'm doing something else too. I'm stretching. I'm doing things that are, why? Because I'm being responsible and I'm actually believing that I'm healed. And a healed person moves. I'm not getting healed so I can lay on the couch. You know, I'm getting healed so I can do something, Right? <laughs> But there's a necessity for strength with any kind of storm we're going to go through. We can have the answer, but we're going to have to stand strong. There's going to have to be a strength on our part. And so, uh, again, I was thinking about sometimes you go to the gym and, there, man, there's some muscle, man. But just because you see some muscles doesn't mean there's strength all throughout their life for any storm that they're going to go through. You know, they might be able to pick up the back of a car. But they might not be able to get through a conflict in a relationship because they're not strong. Strength is needed in every area of our life. There's, there's a need for mental strength. You know? To actually be, that's, why, that's why they send us to school. And how do you develop that mental strength? It's, it's over. You know, I, I've been listening. To, so little Braden is, is doing the homes. Well, it's a virtual classes, you know. And, you know, when you've already been through all that, you think, man, this is slow. They're just talking about like one little thing a day. But, you know, that's how you develop strength is one little thing a day and you're building on it. And you're, and you're acting like it's something that's, well, when kids don't have an option, you know, they just have to. But, 
But anything that we're going to develop strength in, it's going to be over a period of time. You just don't get strong right now. It's over a period of time, isn't it? So there's a need for strength. For, and so I like to relate it to, to a, a storm. It's any challenge in our life that we're going to actually get through. And we're going to relate this to God. And we're going to get some good stuff from God with relation to this. But you're going to need strength to stay strong and keep doing what is necessary until the storm is over. Okay? And so that's where, you know, I love this last song that we were singing. He's in the waiting. He's in the waiting. But what are you doing with him in the waiting? Because you can't be bad-mouthing him in the waiting. You know? Yeah, there's going to have to be a, a, a strength that's related to that. So let's get into this this morning. I got several verses I just want to pull out here. Let's get some good stuff, can't we, today? How many are in need of strength today? You're full of pride if you're not. Because <laughs> again, like I said, you might be strong in one area, but it's the area that you need strength. Actually, that God shows up. You know, if you're already strong in something... You don't really even need God, right? In your own perspective with regard to that. So it's actually the, the area of your weakness where you get to encounter God. Did you know that you don't need faith if you got it all handled? <laughs> right? It's the stuff that you don't have strength for that you can believe for. Amen? Now, I'm not... Uh, uh, Let's just get into this. All right. So strength. And I want to say, what is strength? And, and, you know, I didn't even go to the dictionary because, man, these dictionary definitions are changing by the moment, you know. <laughs> so, but, but I was trying to say, what is it that we can, we can see strength as? It's a resource that's required to overcome opposition in any particular area. It's something you're drawn from that's actually going to enable you to overcome something. Okay, man, this is going to be so, are you excited about this this morning? Getting strong for the storm. Failure to weather the storm is due to small strength. Have you ever been unable to accomplish something? You know, I, I remember uh, running in track in high school and um, that wasn't my favorite thing. But, but the thing about running especially is, man, it takes some prep. You got to be doing it. Usually what would happen to me, I'd get about, I, I ran the, 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 the short hurdles, you know, and I would do the 440. So you go, well, no, I, I did the 220. So it was just halfway around. I'd get about half, you know, 110 or so. Man. I start knocking them down. You know, so, <laughs> why? Because my, my strength wasn't enough for it. You know, it's, it's like I hadn't built up enough for that thing. And then on the other side of that, you know, sometimes uh, you, you cannot be able to do something one day or, and then two weeks later. And I found out, even with me right now, in the TikTok time of my life, you know, that I can still build strength. I can still bring my time down on my run. I started running outside a little bit more. I can still build my time, bring my time down to where that I can. I don't have to stop and suck air. You know, I can actually, I can actually get through the run. 
So Proverbs 24.10 says this, if you falter in a time of trouble, what is that? That's, that's a storm, isn't it? Something that's going to be a, a challenge. And this is like a no-brainer, but it's like, duh, yeah. If you falter in the time of trouble, don't go point your finger somewhere else. Don't, don't, be, don't be offended at somebody else for not, it's their fault that I didn't get through it, right? No, it's your strength. It's your strength that was small. So, the humble are the ones that get something from God. So first of all, we just say, okay, if, if, I'm, if I'm weak right now, if I'm unable to get through this storm right now, and we're there, I mean, it, let's just say that's, that's who we are. Okay, but we're going to find out where we can get some strength. Amen? Praise God. So be strong. All right? Proverbs tells us that if we, if we falter, it's because we don't have strength. And then... Deuteronomy 31, there's, there's, there's several, uh, 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 a couple places anyway where, where Joshua is told right before he's going in to the promised land. Remember, Moses has died. Actually, Moses tells him this too, I believe. Um, but Moses doesn't get to go in. Joshua is the one that goes in. After 40 years in the wilderness of being what? He was, he was actually pretty strong, I think. You know, what did he never do? He never gave up on God. He kept believing for 40 years while everybody else is dying. Everybody else that didn't believe to go in, they're all dying. Now, here's, here's partly why I'm saying that is he gets to the end of it and he's just getting ready to go in and he says he's told to be strong. Have, have you ever... This happens to me sometimes because um, I've, I've you know, played the guitar and, and, and performance thing. Sometimes um, when you've done all the preparation, you want, all, you need to, all you need to hear is, man, it's going to be fine. You're, it's going to be great. Or you don't even really need to hear anything. You're just focusing on winning, you know? And sometimes the worst thing that can happen, here, if you just do this, it's like, it's almost like, so you don't think I'm going to if you don't tell me. You know? so I almost, almost hear this for Joshua. He's getting ready to go in. What have I been doing? And yet he's told to be strong and courageous. Now, there's another side that Joshua was going to need to be. It wasn't a strength necessarily that was connected to where he had already been. There was going to need to be another strength. What was the first challenge that he had when he got across the Jordan? Jericho, right? Did they even use a sword against Jericho? What did they do? Where was, where was, where was Joshua's strength around Jericho? He trusted God. God said, march around this thing seven days. Last day, march around seven times. Shout hallelujah. That doesn't sound like that takes strength. You know, when we're told something to do by God, there's a strength there that is required. And you're going to have to be courageous. What is that? Great. I need courage. You know, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I need courage. I, I, need to, I need to be able to get out there and do what I know I am in God, which is strong. 
Amen? And it might not look like the world says I need to look. Amen? But it's a strength that we're told to be strong. So when I'm thinking, okay, be strong again, be strong is going to require a consistency. If I'm going to be strong, it's not something that's just going to happen someday. It's not just when I get on the battlefield. It's not just when I get to Jericho. No, it's going to be a while I'm brushing my teeth thing. You know what I mean? Where it's a consistency. If I'm going to be strong, I'm going to have to do what it takes to be strong. And this is what I like about working out is I don't have to just be weak. I don't have to just let my body feel this and feel that. I can begin to strengthen. I had a thing with my sh- in my shoulder. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. I had to miss a service once. My, my rotator cuff in my, in my shoulder, man, I could not stand up. It just hurt so bad. I didn't know what it was. Actually, it was, it was all, my whole shoulder was tight. And, and, I, and, and they're, they're poking it with stuff and injecting it with stuff and, and all this stuff. Finally, I go and I find out it's the rotator cuff. And I said, oh, and I started doing some therapy, you know, and I found out it was just because I hadn't been moving in the right way, <laughs> you know, but I'm also believing God for it too. I'm not just taking it, amen, because to be strong is going to require something on your part. When we're told to be strong, when we're told to go through the storm, we're going to have to say, okay, where do I position my strength? Because I want to be able to get through this. Amen? You know, it's so necessary for us right now in our country. We can get focused on one thing. We, November 3rd. We can get focused on, on something that's going on in a big way. Political or, or social or whatever else. And, and we can miss out on the strength that we're actually needing to be doing on a regular basis because we don't know the true storm that might be coming and our strength needs to be based on the right thing. Amen? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Okay, here's a really cool thing. So, what happens if you don't have the strength that you need for something? In any particular, not in the natural. In the natural. It's like little Braden. I mean, little kids do this all the time. Poppy, would you take the lid off of this for me? You know, we're, we're finding out this with, the, with our eldest son. Um, you know, when you're going through a legal issue, what do you need? Oh, Emma actually works at a, a, at a court. You work, you work at the court, right? At a, at a district court. Now, here's my problem with law is it looks like a no-brainer to me. You know, it's like, oh, man, I, I can do that. Why aren't they saying this? Why aren't they saying that? You know, it's like. Just get rid of the lawyer. We'll save a bunch of money. We'll just. <laughs> no, 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 no. The lawyer actually knows what they're doing. Well, who am I to say? We'll just put it that way. 
Because when it comes to law, I am very weak. So what do you need? You need a relationship, don't you? you? You need somebody to be there with you. You need a poppy to take the lid off your pop. <laughs> you, right? The thing with my dad, my dad was, you know how you try something a whole bunch, really hard, and you, you just can't get it to work. You're trying to fix something, and you say, Dad, could you come just look at this? And they come, and it's like two seconds later, it's fixed, you know? Why? Because they operate on a completely different level of strength, right? <laughs> when you're weak, what do you need? You need somebody that's strong to be alongside you. You need to be able to have a relationship with them, either where they, you have favor with them, or when it comes to lawyers, you just need a lot of money, right? <laughs> Unless they're in the family or something, right? Uh, but you need somebody that is strong in that area that can help you where you are weak. And it's amazing, if you get the right person on your side, they can make you look pretty good. Right? Strength is found at the throne we've been given access to in Christ. I like this uh, passion translation of this. So it says, so now we come freely and boldly to where love is enthroned. Poppy's sitting in his lazy boy. You just go right up to him and say, take the lid off of my pop. Right? To receive mercy's kiss, what is that? We don't deserve to go there. He's got, he, he, he gives us forgiveness. He gives us access to his very presence and discover what is the grace. It's undeserved power. Power that's beyond where we're at. We urgently need to do what strengthen us in our time of what? Weakness. We have a relationship that we can go boldly to the throne of grace and find help in the time of need. This is so much more poetic the way this is put out, isn't it? But this is our access. We have somebody alongside that we can talk to. But are we? Here, here's the necessity. So... When we, when we encounter something, immediately our own strength is, is tested. Our own ability, our own level of strength is tested. But when it comes to having somebody come alongside now, now your relationship is being tested. Because there's, there's strength there, but how are they going to, how are you going to interact with the one that's actually going to help you? And this is where our part is in this. Man, this is powerful. The one with the strength is right at our side. God is, Jesus said, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. I'm going to send a comforter. He's going to be your advocate to come right beside you. And what's the purpose for that? To be the strength that we need. 2 Timothy 4, 17. But the Lord stood at my side. So Paul's talking about this, how he's been, he's been accused of things. I think this is actually a, a statement of when he went before Nero's court. And he, Paul, in all of his 
mental capacity and, and an understanding of education, he still recognized that he was in need of somebody to come alongside him. But the Lord stood at my side. He had a relationship. When Paul went somewhere, he said, I'm not going there alone. He recognized his weakness. And because of that, he had somebody alongside of him. It's necessary for whatever storm we're going into to make sure we have him at our side. Amen? And he gave me strength so that through me, the message might be fully proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. Isn't this interesting that the strength is coming from him, but it's demonstrated through us. We are actually empowered. And this is, this is so necessary for us in this day that we're living right now. We need to be activating a power that's within us. There needs to be a strength that is not us depending on ourselves. Amen? And all the Gentiles might hear it. And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. And I'm thinking, man, I don't remember that story. But again... This was a time when he was, he was standing up before the court. And Paul had such wisdom, didn't he? And you would have thought, well, that was just because it was Paul. And Paul said, no, no, it's because he stood beside me. What made Paul strong in the area of his weakness was not him. It was his realization of who was beside him. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Paul says, I've proven this in this area. Now you're going to see it throughout my life. This is kind of where I want to get today. This strength thing can be something that we live in. We live in him. Amen? Are you good this morning? Fear lives where strength is concealed. There's a need for revelation. 2 Timothy 1.7. For God will never give you the spirit of fear. But the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. So never be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Nor be embarrassed over my imprisonment. But overcome every evil by the revelation of the power of God. So, sometimes it may look like somebody's failing. But with the revelation of the power of God, there's freedom from the fear that you would get otherwise. We're talking about some things that are going on in our nation today. And we see that there's schemes going on that are actually against the church. And we can get caught up in fear, real fear, if we're not getting caught up in the revelation of the power of God, the strength that we get from him. Oh, Father, help us. Revelation of power, it's to be experienced. Ephesians 1.19. So this revelation is not supposed to just be something that we observe. and you know, We're being exposed to it today. But there's a necessity for it to be our experience, not just our knowledge. 
And he talks about it in Ephesians here. Paul has this passion. He says, man, when I think about you, this is what I pray. That this would not just be some information, but it would be your experience. The same thing for salvation, is it not? It's the gospel of Christ. It's the power of salvation. But who gets it? Not those that just know about it, but those who experience it. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. What do we have in our relationship with Christ? It's immeasurable power. But I don't know about you. I need some revelation of this. It needs to be revealed to me in order for me to experience it in my life. And then, once I find out, once I find out that, 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 that it's the rotator cuff, I'm going to have to start operating in faith with regard to it. The strength of God is not something that we say it's just there. No, we access it by faith. You know how we're saved? Every single time, whether it's salvation, just getting to know God, or every storm that he takes us through as a result of that, we're saved by grace, by power, through faith. We act on it. We do something with it. Amen? All right. Did I read that whole one? Yeah, I did. All right. So the reporter sees the notepad and the author sees a manuscript. Man, this just came to me and I was thinking about this. You know, um, what's the difference between faith and just information? It's what you see beyond what is just observed. So when we're going through a storm, do we just report on what we're seeing or do we report on where we're going beyond that? So when I'm thinking, if you just take somebody that's just a reporter, what are th- just give me the facts. Just give me the facts, you know. <laughs> and you get, well, there was a notepad laying there. And you get the, but you get somebody that's an author and they see a notepad that is a document, that's a manuscript that is filled with information. Why? Because they're not just going by what they see. They're going by what they can imagine, what they can believe. Amen? So to, be, to, to have this relationship with a God that he responds to not need, he responds to faith. That's why we go to him for, for help in the time of need. Why? Because he's just responded to need. No, because he's responding to our going, to our faith. Face preparation for the storm. So Joel 3.10. So I just wanted to put this in here because it talks about when you're getting ready for a battle, you're going to have to begin to see things differently. You're going to have to adjust what your tool, the tools in your hands are. He's talking about people beating plowshares into swords. You're going to have to say, okay, I am going to... I am going to see myself differently. I'm no longer this weakling. I'm no longer enabled to go against the enemy. It's no longer me just trying to keep from getting something happen to me. (laughs) 
saying, I, I'm going to start seeing myself as something that I haven't seen myself as before because I'm in Christ. Beat your plowshares into swords. Okay, now I, I'm taking, I'm, I'm going to start taking it to the enemy, not just taking it from the enemy. And your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weakling, let the weakling say what? I am strong. So you're going to have to start saying something different that's by faith and not by sight. You're not just looking at the notebook. You're looking at a manuscript. <laughs> they used to have it in the back of magazines, you know. <laughs> you see the little skinny kid, you know. And he's, he's in front of a mirror. And what does he see? He sees a muscle man, right? <laughs> you have to see that before you're going to do what it takes to get to that. Amen? You have to start saying something different. Perfected power in weakness. So 2 Corinthians 12, 9. What is he, Paul's talking about this. He said, man, it's when I'm weak that I become strong. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect. Where? In weakness. When do you need power? When everything's going smooth? Not really, do you? No, you just put it in cruise at that point, and it just kind of, <laughs> kind of just slides. My dad up in Colorado, you know, he he just had a little Honda. He'd just take it out of gear, you know, when you're going down that long, long slope going into Denver, you know, and you just, what do you, you don't need power then. You're just coasting, right? But it's when there's weakness, when you're, when you're in need of somebody bes beside you that has a strength that's just specifically for what you're going through, that's when power is made perfect. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That doesn't sound like a faith man, does it? For every area of weakness, there's an ability to access the power of God and to be more than a conqueror in it. Amen? Therefore, I will boast more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am what? Weak. Then I am strong. Now, is this, is this just happening to him? No, it's happening to him because of his relationship with the one who is strong. It, it doesn't happen by, by accident. It's because of what he's saying. Every time there's a, a, an opportunity to be weak, what do we say? I'm strong. But you see how this is an adjustment. We just saw this in the previous verse. Now you take your, your former way of doing things, the former tools you had in your mouth of just proclaiming what you see, and you transform it into, no, I don't say what I see. I say what I believe. And in him, we've been made to be strong. All right. Are you good? Strength in rejoicing at the words revelation. So how do you know when it's being taken from just information into the realm of actually experience? 
And we see that in God, we've been doing it this morning. It's so important when we're magnifying God that our emotions get involved. Because, you know, you can take somebody that's, that's actually very capable. You see this in sports a lot. Where you take a team, and they got a bunch of gorillas on one side of the, the... And if you can get them to be downcast, you can see it in their face. If you can be downcast, if you can be in fear, if you can feel like you're a loser, it doesn't matter how much strength you have, you're losing. But there's something that's very much associated with the revelation of power, and it's joy. You can tell if somebody is actually experiencing the revelation. Now, you might not have the culmination. You might not have the, the destination yet. But you can tell if the revelation has come by the look on the face. <laughs> Nehemiah said, go and enjoy cho choice food and sweet drinks. This is, even, this, this is even having to do with the revelation of who we are in Christ. Because from what the word says, it says that we have all these things in Christ. And sometimes we can, you can actually start to be overwhelmed by that. You can say, well, I don't see it. Well, I'm not experiencing it. And you can feel like, wow, this is way more than I'm going to ever be able to accomplish. Why? Because strength comes on a daily basis of building things. It doesn't come all at once. But you can rejoice in it right now. So they're experiencing this. this. This happened to the children of Israel. They, they uncovered some scrolls that, be, that began to reveal to them what God said. Remember the promises of, of Deuteronomy? That if you walk with me, there'll be blessings. If you don't, there'll be cursings. And they uncovered this. They hadn't even known about it. And they, and they began to grieve over the cursings. And they said, don't look at the cursings. Look at the blessings. Start to rejoice. Because if you're, just, if you're just overcome and you're so, so self-conscious of where you're not, you'll be overcome by that and kept from what you do have. So this is, what this is where uh, Nehemiah, he approached this. He said, go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have no nothing prepared. Let's make this a party. What is this? The revelation of God's word. It's not something that we become downcast about. Because it's, it's in the rejoicing of what God has for us. That the revelation of his power becomes activated in us. Becomes more than just information and experience. How do you know when somebody's experiencing uh, power? There's joy associated with it. This today is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. We've heard that before, haven't we? But it's in this context, isn't it? We don't just get joy to have strength. No, we get joy at the revelation of his word. Then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food and to celebrate with great joy because they now understood the words that had been made known to them. We don't... Have you read that part of it before? I mean, I'm sure you have, but it's not just enough to say uh, the joy of the Lord is your strength, so start getting happy for Pete's sake, you know? It's like, <laughs> why are they getting happy? Because they now understand the words 
so important to have the words. Are you good with me this morning? All right. Praise God. By joy, strength is found in the, in, in the Lord, in his word. Isaiah 12, 1. In that day you will say, I will praise you, Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. What is that? That's the message of the gospel, isn't it? You said, Jesus, you restored me, so I'm going to get happy about it. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself, the Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Oh, there needs to be rejoicing in him. Amen? You might have to stir it up a little bit, but we need to get excited about this. Whatever comes our way in America today, we are the people of God. We're not victims of anything as long as we keep our sights on the one who's right beside us. Amen? With joy, you will draw wells, water from the wells of salvation. What is that? That's salvation in a storm. Whatever storm's coming, it's going to be overcome. That salvation is going to be drawn. What do we say? That the strength is a resource that will take you to overcome any opposition that's before you. How is that drawn out of the inside of you? It's not drawn in a downcast attitude. It's not drawn in a, in a, in a spirit of fear and failure. It's drawn with joy that actually believes that it's true. <laughs> My wife gets after me because I, I'm not real. I know I'm, I'm being a little bit... Um, loud right now but she gets after me because I don't really get excited about you know like publishers clearing house checks or anything like that you know but there should be something that we get excited about and if we're the people of God and we're not getting joyful don't expect any strength Psalm 28 the Lord is my strength and my shield my heart trusts in him and he helps me my heart leaps for joy. Oh, that David, he's just a weirdo. Is he just a weirdo? Or is he actually an example? If we want to have strength, we got to get a little bit of heart leaping going on. What are you going to have? We're going to have a heart leaping service. Why? Because we need strength. Amen? Amen. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. With my song, I will praise him. Why do we do this? Why do we, why do we have these worship nights? Because we want to come and be affected in our emotions by the presence of God. Actually believe that he's, he is our strength. He doesn't just give us strength. He is our strength. Amen? All right. Live continually in grace-empowered strength. So 2 Timothy, remember Paul's talking to the young Timothy, right? He said, Timothy, my dear son, live your life for the one moment when you might need some strength. No. Continually, right? Live your life empowered by God's free-flowing grace. We've not been called into the kingdom for a few moments during the day. In him, we live and move and have our being. 
It's no longer I that lives, but it's Christ that lives in me. Is this, can this be a, a, a partial part of our life? Until it's all of our life, it's none of it. We don't get the strength to go through the storm unless we're living and walking in the presence of the one who's promised to be right beside us. Amen? All right. Believe it or not, there's a whole lot more than what I have here this morning with this. Let's be challenged. Do we need strength? You know what we need strength for is to stay in fellowship with the one who's right beside us. He is our strength. Does it say strength just to lift up the back of cars or to open pop bottle tops or anything? Anything. Amen? Live your life empowered by God's free-flowing grace, which is your true strength, found in the anointing of Jesus and your union with him. That's to be in Christ, isn't it? Amen? So, the Tim Tebow verse. We'll end with this. Is this all right? Anybody know who Tim Tebow is? Well, he's named after my dog, so. <laughs> you know, he's actually talking about a time we can go through in our life when we have stuff and we don't have stuff. You know, having stuff itself can mess you up and not having stuff can mess you up. It's whether the stuff has your heart or not that makes a difference, right? And we're told that whether we have or we don't have, we can do all things through him who where do we get our strength from him. Amen? We, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, we can stand through anything.